Hello and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And who the cuss am I? I'm Emily Coffin. Hey. <laughs> I, I want to replace any time that anyone in fiction has ever used a cuss with a c- the word cuss. A cuss? I just want to like go, I want to go back through the great moments in cinema history but like, and just instead, it's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give the a cuss. cuss. Yes. <laughs> just like all the way back through time. Let's just see if we can like replace cuss and what that does to the movie. I think it makes things so powerful. I want to turn every action movie into a, suddenly a children's movie just by doing that. Avengers 5, <laughs> Too Many Avengers. Too Many Avengers. Is a claymation <laughs> It's a claymation <laughs> extravaganza, and Rocket Raccoon comes out of space, and he's like, what the cuss is going on? Hey, it's the, the devil. Uh-oh, we got to fight the <laughs> devil. He's got he's Bradley Cooper. We got to fight the devil. Somehow this space raccoon has a Boston <laughs> accent, and I feel like that's so weird. I love it. I saw yeah. somebody recently talking about replacing all of the like stereotypical fantasy accents, because for a long time it's been like, Dwarves are Russian, and this is what oh, dwarves okay. sound like. And yeah. elves are like ethereal and British. What if instead, like, dwarves were from Boston? You know, <laughs> like this is just what dwarves are now, and elves are Australian. I was gonna right? say, and, like, I was gonna say <laughs> Let's just like throw different Let's just like shuffle. Let's just push shuffle on the accent. We've spent so long, like weirdly like nationality painting certain like fantasy races so what if instead we just like switch it up what if what if instead all elves are from georgia and oh my god they just have like a a lovely southern drawl and yes hello my name is legolas and i would i would be pleased to shoot bow and arrows into an elephant oh my god that's not even what movie we're watching, and I don't. It's just I feel strongly that that's a great idea. Instead of every Bond villain being British, they have like a New Zealand accent, <laughs> They're just like the least intimidating. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? So uh, I've got James Bond here. <laughs> His name's Bond, James Bond. Oh no, I think that's just James Bond. He just does it wrong. Taika Waititi for the next Bond movie. <laughs> Honestly, 2023. I'd be into it. We gotta he's watch a, another Bond he's movie. He's a little weirdo. He could do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only requirement you need to you be a Bond villain. You just need to be a little weirdo be who's a little won an weirdo. Oscar. And he's, he's got he all that. He's a little weirdo. A little weirdo who's got an Oscar. He's got that. Uh, I'm tired of these mother cussing snakes. <laughs> on this mother cussing plane. Yippee Kaye, mother cusser. No, it, no, if Sam Jackson's in the movie, he's the only he's one who's the allowed only to say a curse word. Are you kidding me? No, you cannot take that away from him. <laughs> he's the If only anyone on one. this earth deserves a cuss word, it is Sam Jackson. He's earned it. <laughs> he's put in the time he has <laughs> earned. He's the put in cusses. his hours. He gets to say the real ones. He doesn't have yeah. to just say cuss like in this movie, which I think is like weirdly charming so and lovely. fun. I like it a lot. Yeah. This week we watched Fantastic Mr. Fox, a, uh, a an underrated Wes Anderson gem. Absolutely. It's like a diamond in the rough. It but is if the, the diamond was a claymation fox and the rough <laughs> was the rest of Wes Anderson's catalog, which is also good. So that metaphor doesn't really work. No. But it but is, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is the season autumn and the color gold mm-hmm. as a film. It is like just looking at this movie, like 
puts you at ease a it's little just bit. So nice. <laughs> like it's like just so high, so yellow. much like unsettling <laughs> stuff. So crazy stuff happens in this, in this movie, movie, but like none of it bothers you. No. But there's pretty colors. Because George Clooney's gonna say nice things to me. Yeah, George Clooney and Meryl Streep. Ugh. And more people. And others. But we'll get to them <laughs> when we get to them. Because first, we got to go to question number one. And question number one is what's extreme? What's the what's the quaintest and the faintest? What's the tallest and the fattest and the slightest? I don't remember what the three adjectives were. There was a fat and there was a lean, leanest and short. Yeah. Shortest, mm-hmm. leanest, fattest. That go. was the three. I found it. There you go. What 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 spoke to you? I just think... This is such a brilliant adaptation. Like this is so, how it's so good. This is such a textbook how to adapt children's media yes. into a film. Yes. It's absolutely. so wonderful and it manages to be n- kind of neither a kids movie or a grown-up movie. Yeah. It kind of lives it on that line. It kind of defies being either of Which them. I love. Which I think is part of what's so comforting about it. It's not mm-hmm. like... It doesn't make you go, oh, I wish I was a kid again. But it also doesn't make you go, oh, I wish I wasn't an adult. Like, Right. It's just know? like an easy watch for anybody. Yeah. It's just nice. Did you read the book when you were a kid? I did not. I, I did. never read this one. I did. I used to love... I like have like a really vivid memory of finding the book in one of the many many bookshelves in one of my like i want to say it was like second grade classroom sure, yeah. and it's rolled doll loving I mean, that's it yeah the right move for it a second grade that's i could have read willy wonka in the chocolate factory i could have read matilda this is the one i reached for that is it is the only one ronald doll book that i actually read when i was a kid mm. and i loved it and this the adds so much because you know they got to make yeah. it a movie right they gotta make it not a children's book. That's just like ah, uh, there's some book. animals and they steal some stuff. They try to get them, and the jokes on them. They can't do it. They can't do it. <laughs> Apple cider, yay. Apple cider. Um, <laughs> but they do such a good job. Everything that's added, it's it's because it's Wes Anderson. I don't right. know if it would have worked had it been anybody it's else. The the Wes Anderson of it all is really perfect for it. Yeah, I want to come back. It to fits that, that quirky energy that the book had too. Right. First I want to ask, do we think this is the best uh roll doll adaptation? Because there's some there's some good I have actually never seen Matilda. I've never there seen the movie. Matilda. I've never read the book. The the one I think is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory oh, that it, it's that's gonna be hard. hard to argue with that one. Yeah. Because Gene Wilder is incredible and he sings that song and then he eats a <sighs> cup and then he goes in a scary tunnel and he, he says, does. You stole the fizzy lifting juice. And now the ceiling has to be washed and sanitized. <laughs> you lose, Charles. I said good day. Good day, sir. I do love that. That is good. It's, no, it's, that is a very, very good movie. That's a, another one I grew totally up with. It's a totally different movie. Because it's a real, oh, I yeah. think it's a toss-up between <laughs> that one and this one. Very different medium. Right. <laughs> Literally, the one similarity is... Roll doll. <laughs> source material by yes. the same guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Th- that's the thing. I don't think I... I don't think you can make me pick one. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're on equal footing for as different as they are. Right. They're both very good movies doing very different things. Exactly. Yes. And sometimes that's what they're for. They're supposed to do different things. That, that is Not what every some movie movies do. should be the same. 
trying to come up with if there's another good one because matilda is good i like matilda a lot i know a lot of people really love matilda i just it was never one that really crossed my path ever i'm sure i would have liked it had i seen that it it gets a little it gets a little scary (laughs) because you get like james and the giant peach I love James and Jane. I love the book. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. That feels right. As an adult, I can look back. There's some flaws. Uh Like, I can look at that. Then you get, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with... A cinematic masterpiece. What are you Johnny doing? Depp, Why are you saying love, it with that tone of voice? But the rest of the movie and also Johnny Depp is bad. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know if we can even excuse Johnny Depp in that one. And then you get... And then it just... It gets... It's not like the worst thing ever, but like, why? (laughs) Why did any of that happen the way it did? There's like the BFG and the witches. I never saw that. And the witches is a movie that is so monumentally bad from so recent. I just don't understand how it's possible because it's got (laughs) Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer in it, and both of them are terrible. Is that new? Didn't that just came out? That came out last year. It was one of those that went to streaming Uh, last year. Okay. And yeah, I never got around to I saw I think I saw like a poster for it and I was like, I don't really it's know what that so is. It's just so fantastically bad. It made me so irritated the <laughs> whole so time. So sad. <laughs> I was not a fan, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. But this one I'm a fan of. Big um, fan, I would say. Speaking of things that are unique about this movie, let's just I want to I want to talk about it here. Let's talk about how extremely Wes Anderson this movie is. God. <laughs> this is <laughs> quintessential there there are a few directors that you can like look at the movie and go, "Oh yes, I immediately know who this is." Yeah. Like I Tarantino say he was, has that. Yes. I want to say he, Wes Anderson's the first director I ever picked up on cuz I've never been yeah. someone that knows a lot about directors, but he's someone as like a really casual like I know some some names, I'm not super I don't know a ton. Right. I think I saw this movie first and then I saw Moonrise Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, these are for that sure made by the same guy, <laughs> and they are. <laughs> they very much are." <laughs> There's, I don't know, I don't, I can't put my finger on like why it is so pleasant to watch a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. I I can explain like what it is that makes his movies different, right? It's yeah, the, it's shot composition, it's symmetrical framing, it's still cameras, the dialogue, it's is dialogue really... that is is awkward <laughs> unique it's awkward and it's almost, charming it's like right on the razor's edge of stilted but it's yes. not it's just kind of like quirky yeah and he's he so often writes the script too so it's like he has he has the power over that too yeah so it's he all gets him like really specific and repeatable unique casts to yes. do movies over and over again and he just like he makes exactly the movie that he wants. You can tell he's the kind of guy who like, who notices if like the picture frame is a little askew For in sure. the background. With all the background shit in all of yeah. his movies, like it, it, for him to even go as far as to ask for all of that, he would have to be a guy right. that's really, really specific about this. Especially if he's going to have all of that and then do it in stop motion. Yeah. Incredible. Let's take all of the work I do on my normal movies and let's like crank it up to like 10. Mm-hmm. Let's take approximately two hours to get mm, five seconds of footage, maybe. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. You know, he's but still do of, all of the intricate camera work and everything well, that I always that's what do. I was going to say. He's kind of a perfect director for stop motion because so much of his yeah. style is stationary camera. Yes. And that's like. 
perfect. It's, it's very Ideal. cool in a stop motion <laughs> movie when you can like also move the camera around. But yeah. for his sake, like making his life a lot easier. But it's like crazy. Like, but that... it's also like there's so much extraneous design that goes into it yes. that he's like making That's up for it elsewhere. Say. But man, like all those shots where they're like, like uh, that near the opening when it's um, Mr. Fox and his wife mm-hmm. going to steal. Those Still birds some. at the very beginning. And there, there's that super long shot, shot, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because it's stop motion, but right. of them just like running and it just, the camera just follows them for what feels like a solid minute, uh-huh. just like panning straight across. And it's this entire like set piece. Right. Because it's probably just the camera not moving and him like moving dragging a background yeah. and some corn past it. I really like, want to find, I've never seen like bat behind the scenes footage from this yeah, movie I ever did. sometimes i see it from stop motion every time i see behind the scenes stuff from stop motion it like makes my brain hurt it's crazy in the best way because it's so cool everything is not the size you think it should be <laughs> right <laughs> because you don't think it should be normal size but it's like just wrong like it's just not you think everything's like four inches tall and then it's like three feet tall and it's you're like, like huh. three feet. so it's like not size but it's not like microscopic tiny yeah you think <laughs> of it as Legos. like t- you think of it as like that that part in parks and rec where ben wyatt has like his little his little stop motion could thing. a depressed person, could a depressed do person this? make this <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes in the entire show i think it's, it's so, so funny it's oh so i love it good. but yeah all that design that goes in i love looking at the backgrounds seeing where if i can like figure out where the set piece ends and like mm. whatever backdrop they've painted starts yeah i'm probably wrong because <laughs> who knows on, <laughs> with some so of those nice. yeah yeah and it all fits together so well yeah well and i love like the story of this movie and the like sensibility of it and and talking about the value of like being who you are and and sharing with the people that you share with yeah. and like spending the time with family it matches the like stop motion style so well and it matches the Wes Anderson thing so well because I think it's like so easy to watch a Wes Anderson movie yeah you don't yeah you don't have to work to track a Wes Anderson movie and I think it's gonna show you in big bold letters exactly what's happening at every second he's not like trying to trick you it's here's a title card and then here's the shot it's got everything you need in it and you can just look at that for the next couple of minutes it's long takes and here's the shot you know like there's so much like editing that happens in in blockbuster movies now where it's like let's cut back and forth through this fight scene and through the chase right. and even through this conversation like we're going to do shot reverse shot this whole conversation and that's like a standard of movie making is it's right like, we're just going to put the camera on whoever's talking and then put the camera on the new person that's talking and then switching it again and it, when you get Wes Anderson it's just they're going to both be in the frame and they're just we're yeah. just going to watch them talk to each other for a while and it's easy to watch yes you can just relax and watch a wes anderson movie because he's not asking you to work he's asking you to enjoy it yeah which i think is just so nice i love a movie that like asks me to work sometimes you know right like, I yeah like, that, there's I like a time a and a place for mystery those. but i also just sometimes but like i'm probably need... gonna go back and watch Ander- wes anderson movies a lot more often right sometimes i just want to watch some foxes run around and have fun Sometimes I just want to watch some children on a beach running away from home. 
Right. Sometimes. That's all I'm asking for. I just want to see a boy and his dog a boy on an island dog. for an dogs. Island for dogs. An island for dogs. And, <laughs> and I those love are dogs. the Wes Anderson movies I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> but I like them all. Sometimes I, I, I have yet to see a miss. A boy in a hotel. And it's the Grand Budapest. And, and it is grand and also in Budapest. And like even that one is like an adventure and there's stuff going on. But it's yeah. still easy to watch. Yeah. It's just it's simple and fun. Like like you talked about that that opening sequence where they're gonna break in and, and steal some birds. Yeah. And it's like even other stop motion movies might still make that into a, a set piece. You yeah. Know, where oh, we yeah. follow them through the house and we watch them run and we cut back and forth between them. Not Wes. And this, like you could like it's just you can put your eyes in the middle of the frame and you get everything. And not you move need. them yeah. for the first five, six minutes of the movie. Because they're going to just be there running and talking. And sometimes they'll stop, but they're still in the middle. And they're just going to be there running and talking. And then we're watching them like a side-scrolling video game. So just like cool. The background is coming past them. And they're just jumping over stuff and that, running around. That's really funny that you said that about it seeming like a video game. Because it reminded me, it looks nothing like it. But um, I've been watching, have you... Do you know what Little Nightmares is? Yes. Yeah. The sequel yes. just came out not long ago. Something about watching this movie Littler was like nightmares. reminding me a littler nightmare. Tiny too nightmares. little too nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, something about it was I it it must just be like the design of the creatures in those yeah. games is very like stop motion esque. Everything looks like it's made of clay. Yes, yeah. very much. Um but yeah, it just reminded me of that and I think that's cool. And I think that might even be maybe intentional a little bit. I I don't, so I'm too, shocked yeah. there's no like video game of this. Honestly. Like I'm not shocked, but like it would be good if they made one. It could it could be very fun. Like it's a very 2.5D like. Yeah. It's mostly side scrolling, but there is some vertical element to it. Like, yeah, it's very. I mean, it has that sensibility. Video games have that because you need to be able to control what's happening and see it all at once. Right. And so like so much of video game design is how do we make the camera how do we work? show yeah right so the old everything they side need scrolling see. stuff was easy because it's just track it follow the screen yeah and then you just watch you and the screen will work with you right and this has that same thing where it's like if you just watch the main character the rest of the scene is just gonna work with you if you just watch what needs it. watched yeah yeah super nice it's I just love it. it's chill easy it's a watch chill vibe a nice watch a shot of serotonin straight into the veins. Just like if you're having a bad time, just pop in a fantastic. No, this Mr. Is, Fox. this really is one. If I'm like having a bad day every once in a while, this is one of those movies. I'm like, I don't know. this is it. This is one that's gonna like get me out of a funk. Yeah, it's a perfect choice for it. Yeah, it's just nice. So nice, just lovely. Nice. A lot of hard work goes into it. I yeah. like I've mentioned before. Stop motion has like a really really nostalgic thing. I think for a lot of people it does, but for me. I've always loved mm -hmm. stop motion. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, I credit as my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And I stand by that. Coraline, this movie, Kubo and the Two Strings, incredible. I was going to talk about. I love Kubo Leica, and the Two Strings. I love Leica Studios. Very, very, because very much. Because that's the other version of it. That is like the, that is the highly cinematic blockbuster yeah. cinematic mm -hmm. stop motion where it's like, we'll do Which stop I motion. Which I also love. But it's going to look like we edited just like a live so action cool. film and it's incredible like it's crazy that they're able to do that yeah but it's fun to see the like 
easy, simple version. And I know some people have like a thing. I know some people in my life who are very much like I cannot stand stop motion. I can't watch it. It like creep like creeps them out or yeah. like just makes them feel uncomfortable for whatever reason. Yeah, it's got a little bit of like the uncanny. Which like I get it. Yeah. Nothing. But for me, it's literally something like if a movie is stop motion, I'm automatically like, okay, I want to watch it. It gains a few points. It it does. Because (laughs) even it alone, it like makes me feel a little like comforted. Just like the feel of it makes me feel good. But also I'm like, oh, I know people worked their asses off to make yeah, this and they've, movie they've earned me watching they it. <laughs> they worked so hard for probably not a lot of money to make this movie <laughs> yeah because stop motion traditionally does not make a ton of money right in the box office unfortunately which is why i'll give as much money <laughs> i will always as I give can it every bucks. time one comes out because i'm like i just i just need it I need just one. I just need Leica to keep going. Yes. <laughs> I just need one really exist. strong studio to keep going with it. <laughs> I need like one stop motion movie coming out. I'll say every like two years. Like yeah. just give me like one every, once, every in while, once in a while and I'm good. I get it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have more extremes you want to talk about? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, then be- that's good because that means we get to go to question number two. Question- Thank God Emily doesn't have any more to say. <laughs> well, no, I just feel like I want to I want to talk here for a while. Question number two is what are your questions? Yeah. What's a head scratcher? What, yeah. what puzzles you? What do you just want to talk about a little bit? Do you want to lead the way? Do you want to start the charge on this yeah, one? Yeah, I, okay, I'll start by saying this. I don't really have a ton of questions for this movie. Okay. And I think that's partially because... I'll say I'll say I think it's because it's a Wes Anderson movie and the yeah. way Wes Anderson movies work is like you are presented with every bit of information that you need. Yeah. Like kind of like we already said. Like and there's very little like plot holes right, in Wes Anderson movies. It's just very simple. You're I think there was one thing yeah. I thought of that I was like, hmm, why is this happening? And then immediately I was like. Oh no! Given what just happened, that it makes exa- and it was <laughs> it was going to be why is the I forget his name the possum, their friend. Yeah, he's the possum. The possum. Uh, Kylie. Was, yes, Kylie. Kylie was staying like when they started like digging up the tree. He was like still in their house, like in his pajamas, <laughs> yes. like he was staying the night. And I was like, does he like live with them? And then I went, oh wait, no, they just got shot at. He like probably should be staying in the he house and spending. The he's night. also their super, so and maybe also, he does live there. Maybe. See, it all makes sense. So I was like, all right, scratch the one off. The one that I do have. Okay. Who do I have to pay? (laughs) Just to, I know it has to exist. To get some footage of George Clooney, Meryl Streep. In the studio. At all. In the studio. Willem Dafoe. Just snarling. Just going. All just I want. in the studio I pretending really to snarf specific, down some waffles. I think speci- the one I see want to see the most is Meryl Streep. I just yes, want to see Meryl Streep just like go feral I on a see, microphone. Like, what, just like maybe history's most prolific actress, just in a in a <laughs> just recording studio, like just a like a crazy person, just like doing lines, and then all of a sudden it's just <laughs> and like that's it. just what it's she has so to do for a second. Funny. I I hope to God that all of them did their own snarling and they didn't have to bring in like. I a, sure hope that it a, sounded like it was them. <laughs> it felt right. It felt correct. It feels like something they all like. It doesn't seem like they wouldn't have, but I wonder. I there's. It also seems very possible that somebody would just be bad. They at would it. just bring somebody. Yeah, like that one. Like not that Meryl Streep 
wouldn't be willing to snarl, but what if like no, she just is a like, good snarler? Oh and then yeah. They have to, like they, she did it. Pull it's like, else rawr, rawr, rawr. yeah, she's like, rawr, <laughs> like rawr, just rawr, something rawr, rawr. weird. <laughs> she's Meryl <laughs> Streep. No, but I feel like that would for sure still make the cut. <laughs> Wes Anderson would have been like, that is for sure. It's so funny. No. If it's like, I think it has everybody to actually else in be the them. movie that's just like, because then that's just one extra person you have to hire. Right. Unless well, it's like Wes Anderson himself. He probably he went into the studio himself and said, "I'll do it." <laughs> His brothers in the movie, like he yeah. just gets people in who want to hang forget. out with him. Well, he's got that. He's got like a just a rotating cast that he puts in every movie. Anyway, right. he could have snuck somebody else in there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no problem at all. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Um, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? And this, this seems so like elementary mm-hmm. <laughs> but how big is a fox because i don't think this movie really knows <laughs> i don't know that the movie cares because here's the thing fox the is fox is like smaller than chickens fox is apparently the size to wear a sock as a bandit hat but but also fox <laughs> is also the size to like be only a little bit taller than a chicken but right. also Fox is also the size to eat a chicken for dinner. <laughs> and also standing fully upright, like still shorter than a dog on all four legs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except, okay. Because here's there. It's the relation to other animals that bugs me out. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> when they go in and steal the, the chickens in the, uh, the master plan part one. Yes. I'm familiar. They are just barely taller than the chickens. <laughs> Basically, like, yeah. like if I were to go in and like, I'm eating emu for dinner and like <laughs> bite an emu's head with like kill it with one bite. But then like they the get emu home. would never let you do that. No, and off. also I don't have the right teeth for it. I couldn't do it. An emu could mess me up. Yes. An it emu could. would Emus mess my cuss scary. right now. I'll tell you that right now. They are terrifying. <laughs> Where do they live? Australia? Yes. Okay. If it's scary, it's That's like Australia. the one thing that no, it's not the only thing keeping me from moving to Australia. There's spite. they got toilet spiders they there. Got Did you know that? Everything. They got, they got spiders. scary stuff. They got snakes. They have specific breeds of spiders that live in your toilet. Oh, I know. And they're huge. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. Things are terrifying in Australia. And Absolutely I move not. They're so bad. That's I why my backup plan is New Zealand. I, That's I'm not sure a lot they better. also. I was gonna say, I'm sure they also got scary stuff, but I hear about it less. They just so. have less. They don't have like the desert that Australia has. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means no spiders, but no kangaroos. So no kangaroos, but a kangaroo could also mess you up. Kangaroo could mess you right up. Have you seen how jacked? kangaroos can okay. get you know how like the bit is that kangaroos will like box you yeah do you know why they do that yes well for the sake of our no yeah audience, go ahead and say it though <laughs> it's not they're not trying to punch you they're trying to put their hands on your shoulders so that they can lean back on their tail and rip your whole chest apart with yeah. their three inch toenails yeah. they can just gore you to death with their feet really, really and they're scary. beautiful and majestic creatures and i love them so they're much they're so cute there is nothing deeply better, horrifying. Nothing better in this world than going to the Kansas City Zoo and going to the Australia <laughs> section, and just the kangaroos are hanging. They're just having a They're good time, vibing. and you can just sit on the rocks and like chill with a kangaroo, and you can just be like, "Look, that's a kangaroo. 
we that could hang fun. out. If he wanted to come over here, he could. And I could not stop him. I could not stop him. And I'm not going to try to. I'm just going to chill here. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, we we went to the zoo, me and um, my family. And then we took a couple of my little cousins with us huh. and, and their, their mom. And at one point, one of my younger cousins was just, we were in Australia and he was having a grand old time. He was having so much fun and he was just sprinting down the path. He was having the time Mm -hmm. of his life just running around. And my mom and his mom were both going like, Hey, come back here. Like, don't run away from us. And he was just zoned out having having a great time and just running that back corner of the (laughs) Australia section. Um, Coincidentally, right. The, like in the spot, you know, that, the kangaroos go to get off exhibit there's just the gate that they have that they can hop along back off the exhibit and as he was tearing down the path a kangaroo just boing 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 (laughs) and like a foot and a half in front of him just bounced right off the path and kept going and he stopped dead and turned around and just kind of shambled back and did not leave the middle of the group the rest that child of the day. knew he said that kangaroo could have gored me with its talons <laughs> i my life has been spared today <laughs> but for how thank long thank you kind and gracious kangaroo lord <laughs> I will not cross thee again. Light a candle for Kangaroo Jack when you get <laughs> home tonight. <sighs> Kangaroos are beautiful creatures. They How are. How did we get there? I don't know. A- <laughs> animal sizes to yeah. chickens to emus yeah, to kangaroos. Chicken That's fox how. dog is, I think, the real size chicken issue. Chicken fox dog, yes. Uh-huh. And uh, you have to get all three of them across the river. <laughs> but the dog will eat the fox and the fox will eat the chicken. <laughs> Stop. That level of Pop Tropica like stumped me for so long. Are you it's, kidding me? You take the middle one across and then you go back and you grab the big one. Big one, yeah. And then you take it across and you take the middle one back with you and then you grab the little one and you take it across. And I don't you go think back I ever, like, one. I could have figured it out. I think I just got frustrated that I wasn't <laughs> immediately getting it. So I was like, you know, I don't think I need to beat whatever island that was. I'm going to go to. Carrot Island I, and do that one instead. I lived for that game for I a long Pop time. I loved Tropica. Because it's just puzzles, right? You're right. Like you're it's just so doing fun. Puzzles. It's basically like an you escape room. You can still room. play it. It's like oh, still yeah. up. I do it every once in a while. It's basically an escape room where you're like, I need to find a yep. thing to give to a new person so that they will give me a thing to give to another person. So fun. So that they will give, like, it's just, I'm looking for keys that unlock boxes just Gimme. over and over and over again. And it's magic. Yes, it is. I love it so much. <laughs> I want to do an escape room so bad. I miss escape rooms. <laughs> I just want somebody to lock me in somewhere on purpose. <laughs> like I don't want to be stuck inside. I just want to be trapped in a room be. with my thoughts. I would like to be trapped in a room of my own volition is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now it's just you have to stay inside. <laughs> I want to be trapped somewhere where like the key is available but only if I work for it. Yeah. You know? Like I want the satisfaction. Here's the thing is I know that I'm good at escape rooms. So if I went to an escape room, I would like to just go. And just hang out for a while. And hang out for like 15 minutes just with my thoughts. And I could look around the room and start to observe some things, figure (laughs) out what to do. The ones that have like the little monitor that like gives you hints or whatever they go. They type, are you okay? Are you good? And I hey. would just I would just kind of Do you need like to talk about anything? Flash a flash a peace Instead sign. Instead of going camera. to therapy. 
I'm just gonna go sit in an escape room and, and just like, speak all your troubles into <laughs> the little, the poor like seventeen year old who's on the other end of the monitor, like, like typing clues. Ha- the, the clue board, the hint board, just says, "I don't know how to help you." Oh, that's really rough <laughs> to hear about your breakup. Um, but have you tried? L- that floorboard looks a little funky. But have you remember, tried? Remember, if you with answer that? me these riddles three, <laughs> <laughs> you get to uh, go home. Wow. <laughs> Remember, it's important to know your coworker's phone number. And you're like, I don't care. I am. I don't care. I, it hasn't been quiet in my life in months. <laughs> I'm just going to vibe in this escape room for a little bit. And here's the thing. there's not, There could not possibly be a better point of pride in my life than chilling in an escape room for 15 minutes just and then still knowing, getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, just still getting knowing out. Knowing that yeah. I will still get out of it because I am that competitive and I care that much. <laughs> I would absolutely as long as there's not a like thing that is a mechanical issue i there was an escape room where like it was very cool but we had to drive like a little bb-8 robot into into uh into its home which was like the one big issue that i because i was rocking and rolling and i had a bunch of people in there and there were they were lots of help but like i'm just an escape room guy so i know that i'm gonna rock and roll through them and I just could not get this little BB-8 to go where I wanted it to go. <laughs> and I promise you, I could have, like, everything else, I could have chilled in that room for, like, 15 minutes. But that, I would have sat there for three hours and not gotten BB-8 to his home. <laughs> and instead, I had, had to give the controller to someone else. I said, this is making me mad. Somebody drive this I only like it when I'm good at it. Uh, it's only fun if I'm unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> God, I haven't done an escape room in so long. They're so fun, though. <sighs> That used to be a thing in high school for our shows. We would like for uh, like a little bonding thing. We'd all go together and do escape rooms. If, we'll the, if some, the cast was small enough. You know. <laughs> we'll go do some podcast bonding when things reopen. Please. We'll do an escape I want to do one. I miss I love them. them. I it's, think they're so fun. It's one of my favorite things on this earth. I love that like that's just a thing that we decided we were going to pay other people to do is like put together a room and lock us in Trap it. Trap me in a room puzzles. and make me figure it out. Make me do puzzles in a room. Please. I want to do puzzles, but not at home. I want to do them somewhere else. I feel else. like there's a lot to unpack when yeah. it comes to escape rooms, <laughs> yes. but we don't have time. <laughs> there's like a there's like a cultural psychology that we should really dissect at some I'm point, like, but not on this podcast. That's for like actual adults to handle and for right. me to just have fun, do puzzles, escape. No, head head full. Head but full, not, not head of, full of real puzzles. life thoughts, yeah. only puzzles. Head empty of troubles and full of puzzles. Full of that's I'm gonna I want open an escape room someday, and that's gonna—it's just gonna say "head empty of troubles, head full of puzzles," and that's my <laughs> tagline for my new escape room. <laughs> no troubles. No troubles, just, just puzzles. Oh, that's good. That's very. Hey, good. none of you better steal. That's very good. Don't trademark, take that trademark, from trademark, him. trademark, 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 Don't trademark. You can't have say it. Say it enough times. I just I know you only have to say it the one time I think it's I think legally if you say it once it's it's done I just want to make sure binding. everybody heard it's it. It's just there. Yeah, I just needed nice. to make sure that everybody heard it. And nobody by hearing it. it, you have non-verbally signed a contract that says you will not steal it. <laughs> by so, listening to this podcast, you. you agree to not steal our idea for an escape room, and that is legally binding. There we go. It's decided. It's done. If it's on the internet, it's legally <laughs> binding. Gavel That's bang. A fact. <laughs> Oh, goodness. We didn't ask a lot of questions, but we did no. talk a lot. So I feel like we can go to question number three. Yeah. <laughs> question number it. three. It's good. I want to talk about this one, too. Question number three is, why are you here? 
It's where we There's talk a about a lot of people here. It's where we talk about who's in the movie and why they're in it. Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of people in this movie. Yes, there are. We talked a lot about Wes Anderson. Um, I, yes. I kind of wanted to throw him in at the top because he yeah. is so unique and in general, but like. Wes Anderson directed this movie and did a fantastic job. That's He's all I great. have to say about him. So let's talk about some actors. Let's do it. Let's let's just start at the top. Okay. Let's talk about let's the man go. himself. Big guy. Maybe the I think this might be like just a, a toss up between a couple people. Okay. Arguably the most famous actor ever. Probably. Because it's George Clooney. Uh, if not, then very close. Yeah. It's him, it's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like that is that's the real like cream of the crop that movie star a plus list yeah <laughs> that's on a different tier yeah like if you are the george clooney if you are the tom cruise like you yeah you exist in a realm that no one else really maybe like in. tom hanks tom hanks maybe? is probably yeah. on that same level yeah i buy that for sure that's really the only ones i can think and of. it's like there are some people that have approached that in certain eras. Mm-hmm. Like there was a De Niro Pacino era yeah. era, but like they've fallen off and their stuff isn't like, they're not as culturally relevant anymore. De Niro makes bad right. grandpa a lot now. Like, yeah, <laughs> he sure does. Like those three guys continue to just crank out hit Good after work. hit after yeah. hit. Good I, for there's them. Just some, there's Crazy. Some, some magic that is George Clooney. Yeah. He's incredible. Can we talk about the genius of casting Danny Ocean as the fox who does chicken heists? The Ocean's Eleven guy is also now the fox. Like, he's perfect for it. It's so good. His voice is so, like, comforting, too. It's just, butter. Not everybody that's in this movie I would necessarily think of as having, like, a really... It must no, there are definitely people in this movie that I specifically think of as not having comforting voices. But the way a lot of them... At least the main, I'll say the main, the protagonists. Yeah. The good guys. Mm-hmm. The way they all speak is just this very comforting, nice tone. And it's so warm and fuzzy and nice. It's just good. And George Clooney is one of those people that you don't necessarily expect it from. Uh-huh. But like Meryl Streep, like, yeah. Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep's Meryl Streep. She sounds like Meryl Streep. Yes. Her voice could give me a hug. I would like that. <laughs> but George Clooney, like, um, even like Bill Murray, like Bill Murray's not like intimidating, yeah. but he's not a teddy bear, right? You know, I don't know what I'm trying to say about Bill <laughs> Bill Murray, but you understand. Yes, no, <laughs> you get I'm, what I'm saying. I'm tracking right along yeah. with you. It's just he tapped into something. He gave some like really specific direction to yes, all of them. It, this very movie clearly. had a very good director who knew what Crazy. he wanted. It's almost like it's almost one of the most like... famous <laughs> directors. Of our He's time. good at it. Knows what's going on. One and of like the most how to direct. famous stylistic directors knows what he wants to do with his style huh. of directing. It's almost as if he's doing his job on purpose. <laughs> yes, but George Clooney in this movie, and he, like, le- well, let's let's talk about the, the, the two, the couple, because yeah. it's crazy that, like, an animated movie, like, you would never guess, like, animated movie about a fox family gets george clooney and, and meryl streep clooney yeah crazy like, that's a wild but pair. like if anybody was gonna get that to happen it was probably gonna right be, again and it had Wes to Anderson. be 
like this is it's very specifically like we said not a kids movie like it's right. not designed to be a kids movie no. it's just you uh, could show it to kids it, yeah it's there's fine nothing for kids. wrong with it uh, there's you know there's some weird there's talk stuff. of alcohol nothing weirder than like if you show Coraline to your kids, right. it's no worse than that. A fox does lose his tail, but everybody's really chill about it. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> meh, you know. A lot of people get electrocuted. But it's like the fun kind where you right, see their skeleton it's like on goofy. the inside. goofy, yeah. It's not the scary kind that, you know, you die. It's the fun kind where you get to right. look at their bones. There's like rabbit animals, but then you give them blueberry and they just go sleep. Yeah, they just run around. They don't hurt anybody. No. They just run. Yeah, that dog never bites anybody. No, yeah, you're right. He's very bad at being a dog. Yeah, he's he's just he's just not feeling good. That's all. Well, that's true. He is. He's just he sad. Is sick, to be <laughs> he's fair, he's a sick boy. It happens to the best of us. Sometimes he really does. Sick, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's let's jump around a little bit. Let's talk okay. about let's talk about a couple of the uh, classic Wes Anderson. Your players. Let's do it. Um, and one that just shows up for for a brief moment, um, and then goes along his merry way is Mr. Wow himself. Mr. Wow, I love him. Owen Wilson. Ugh. just plays the gym coach for like a second and explains <laughs> this like bizarro Nonsense baseball game. cricket hybrid that I just do not understand. I mean, I don't no. understand cricket already, but I certainly don't understand whatever this game is that they've no. invented. Some, some, some divided all by nine. It does make me wonder if, like, there's enough of an explanation that I could figure out how to play this game in the movie. Are, are like, you saying that's going to be your mission? Maybe. Like, come summer. I will have. I have want so you to arrange a league. Home. I'm going to put together a league for the game <laughs> from this movie. I got enough friends who are into nonsense that yeah, I can exactly. Make it exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's so funny. Like obviously they're friends, so Wes Anderson right. can just call them up and be like, "Hey, can you like can you just come into the studio for like 2 hours?" Will you just be um be a, a ferret or whatever ferret? it is? Yeah, is remember. he a ferret? Dog? Just, no, he's not a dog. He's not a dog, but I don't remember what he, he is. He kind of looks like a polar bear, but he's an, he uh, clearly he's kinda. not a polar bear. <laughs> he's not, but he does kind of look like one yes no yeah i would say ferret that's my that feels like right. best guess maybe he's like a weasel of some kind maybe sure. he's an otter a white otter i Anything mean maybe be white it's called albinism <laughs> thank you <laughs> and this has been science words with zach that's right no but yeah he's great i can't i ha- honestly haven't seen like a ton of owen wilson's movies we haven't we haven't seen we haven't seen any like in this but just like well, in general i haven't seen we haven't many seen of his any owen wilson on our podcast we have listened to owen wilson when? because he's lightning mcqueen oh duh yeah i forgot <laughs> which about that is now which i our every... most listened episode it sure is cars um, is our most listened episode and that's no it's still crazy. tied with moulin rouge is moulin of all rouge things still tied yeah I thought it's cars still tied had one. it's still tied Mulan Rouge? How is Mulan Rouge? I don't know. I mean, I love it. I'm happy about it. But like, how? I don't know. Of all the things, we must have just like really hit on that one with like a random. Yeah, we just really something landed. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you're trying to like start a fire, and it just like it catches a little extra piece of paper, and just for a second goes. Yeah. And like that, it catches an extra corner. No, I forget Owen Wilson is Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Literally, the instant we stop talking about 
how Owen Wilson is Lightning McQueen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can see posters for erased. it all day long. I could watch the movie. Like, I remember when we did that episode, it took me, like, halfway through the movie to go, oh, shit, yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's weird that that's him. Yeah. Um, I just discovered... I was going through to just make sure I didn't miss anybody on the... Uh, Mm-hmm. on the cast list and i just discovered a couple of things that we need to okay discuss. i think i know one of them because i was looking at it earlier but okay well, one of them is the rabbit is this who you're thinking mm, who is it the rabbit chef at the end of the movie oh then no 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 no. um the rabbit is voiced by actual formerly acclaimed professional chef mario batali <laughs> what yeah. <laughs> For what? I mean, I guess he doesn't do chef. much. He barely so that's speaks. just like fun. Yeah, that's just like a fun thing for if you're perusing the cast list. And that's I don't have anything else for that because he, he's really unfortunately funny. like kind of gross. But Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't even know that. There was he has um one of the funniest like uh celebrity apologies. Apologies Oof. in big air quotes. <laughs> because somebody like they I he you know, he it was in the me too thing. I don't know gotcha. exactly what his gotcha. issue was, but somebody was like quoting back to him a thing that he apparently said. And his only response was, yeah, it sounds like me. <laughs> and I said, Ooh. Oh no, Mario, what are you doing? You're an iron chef. Yeah. You can't oh, do that. Buddy. Dude, <laughs> dude, but it's so funny. That, that is like, funny. He completely like, lacked oh. the like, yeah, sounds like me, yeah, I guess. Sure, I would do that. <laughs> I for sure would do that. Why? Why do you ask? Oh, goodness. Yikes. Um, the other one that I discovered just now, uh, Rickety the Field Mouse. Uh, the little okay. one. Yes. The little one at the end of the movie. Just the little the, one. He's a little guy. Just the little, Hey, hey, hey. I'm just a little just guy. Just a little guy. <laughs> Adrian Brody. Academy Award winner, Adrian Brody. Remind of, me. Of the pianist fame. Oh, I have not seen The Pianist. Well, he's an Academy Award winner and is and also he's just in this movie for approximately two, two lines. He's Wes also Anderson in... has got, like, so many friends. Yeah, I mean, well, Adrian Brody is also in um, Grand Budapest, and mm. so it's like... They're buddies. <laughs> they, they do some of these things together, but I, I had no idea. That's I no, so funny. would not have guessed The that. only one, the one that I saw, I couldn't... It didn't like list who she plays. Yes. Kate Blanchett. I also do not know who she plays. I have plays. no idea, but Kate Blanchett <laughs> is like listed in the cast for this she's movie. And secretly. I don't know why. She's hiding. What if she's the one who did the snorling? <laughs> they brought Kate in Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Was the resident snorler. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that like kind of tracks. To yeah, me. right? Like, I don't Doesn't know why, it? but it feels a little bit correct that she would just come yeah, in. Yeah, I don't and go, know. If if those other people can get credited for like two lines of dialogue, and yet for some reason they did not credit Kate Blanchett for whatever it is she did, what did she do? I don't know. She's such a mystery. But Kate Blanchett has always been kind of a mystery. It's always it's like something weird. Like she was the guy with the banjo that sings the song halfway Funny. through the movie. I love that song. That's it's a good so song. fun. I love it. I love um, this movie. There, there's one more that's just like a Wes Anderson guy and that's Jason Schwartzman. Oh, okay. Who like yeah. I don't like know from anything other than Wes Anderson movies. It's like Rushmore, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He he's uh he's in Scott Pilgrim. He's the uh 
I was gonna say I know the name. He's the 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 one with the glasses. The one. The ex with the glasses, the dark hair and the thick rim glasses. I don't know. I don't remember anybody's name in that movie. Oh, the the last yes, one. Yes, the last the big one. bad guy. Yeah, yes. that's him. Yes, he's okay. Ash. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The little fox who could. That's oh, it's the same one. Um, he's like very fun in every Wes Anderson yeah. movie, and like he's doesn't fun. exist anywhere else. And I think that's really yeah, good. He wasn't Memorized Kingdom. Like good, yeah. it's it's fun that like. Wes Anderson by himself is keeping certain actors employed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's also fun that, like, you know, sometimes people hire their friends to be in their movies. Right. And it, like, it was and like, you go, mm, oh, you're, his, you're friend. his friend. You're her friend. And then you're Wes Anderson <laughs> and you're friends with, like, George Clooney and Bill Murray, Bill Murray. and Owen Wilson and, and Adrian Brody, other and Jason Oscar winners, and Ray Fine. Yeah. Like, and That's you just get these is. crazy casts that are insanely good for your weird Fox movie. Kind of for kids, but also not for kids. Your, your Fox movie that's sort of for kids. Sort That's sort of for everyone, but also kind of for no one at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so funny. Oh, oh you know who we haven't mentioned yet? I was going to say, there's two more big ones yeah, that two I think more. we should talk about. Which one do you want? Uh, let's go with the smaller. Well, I guess they're both pretty small. They are both pretty small. The smaller uh, one is probably Bill Murray. Yeah, let's go Bill Murray. So let's first. talk about Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a treasure. I love him and everything I've ever seen him in. There's there's that um internet story that like I have just chosen to believe is true because I want it to be true so badly. Okay. Have you ever seen this where like somebody it, it was an old Tumblr post and it was like Then probably. It, it's somebody <laughs> I think the question that was posed was like what's your most random celebrity encounter? And somebody's response was that they once saw Bill Murray at a McDonald's and he took three fries off their tray and said, no yes, one will ever no believe, one will you. believe you. Yes, and, like, I remember that. That can't be real. I hope that's but real. With all of my heart, I am choosing to believe that that's the thing that he really I did. really, I will never be rich and famous. But if I ever was, <laughs> I'd like to think that's the kind of shit I'd pull. I'd I, like just fuck with people I all the so time. I so much want to imagine that like, but if I don't have I the confidence for that, so I don't know if I actually would. <laughs> I just want to imagine that if I were recognizable like that, like I would, I would stay fun and nice. Right, know? exactly. I, like I have to believe that. You know, I you pull like a Tom nice Hanks person. and like use your Twitter to help return people's lost gloves to right. them and stuff. I would you know? hope that I could still be or torment a good someone person. by saying no one will ever believe that you actually saw me. Right, just I like was have never a here. little fun. <laughs> just be throw a smoke a bomb nice down. Guy. <sighs> Yeah, he's lovely. Yes. I don't know why. I know he has done like far more like iconic things oh, in sure. his career. The one performance that I like affiliate with him, like when I think of Bill Murray, the first thing that pops into my head is Little Shop of Horrors. Funny. <laughs> I love him in Little Shop of Horrors. He's so weird. <laughs> There's no reason for him to be there. No, not at all. I don't know why but he's there. That's another there. one of those like guys who get to make movies right. with their friends kind of thing. And he's so funny in that movie. Him yeah. and Steve Martin just like hanging yes. out and like being stupid and having yes. fun is it's like perfect. my favorite part. I love Little Shop of Horrors. That's one of my it's one of my like comfort movies. I watch it a lot and I love him in it. It's a joy. Even though he's hardly him and Rick Moranis. I just realized. Rick Moranis. Another movie where he and Rick Moranis are together. 
I love Rick Moranis. I do too. I miss him. I feel like I just need to say it anytime we talk about him. I love Rick Moranis. I'll say it. I love Mick Romanus. Mick Romanus. Of, I love that guy. He's, he's got a brother named Ray Romanus. Does he really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it just sounded like Ray Romano. It was so ready to believe you. <laughs> I made up a name and you were like, oh, that checks like, out. Oh, yeah, that checks out. That feels right. Ray Romanus. I That's didn't probably a person. I want to be rude in case it was real. <laughs> no, but I love Bill Murray. Yes, He's absolutely. Hilarious. He just is like, like he he worked constantly for so long, and then now he gets to just settle into his old just, age and just yeah. kind of do whatever he wants. Just to do, do it. He just gets to hang out he with his friend Wes. Make Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, that's all he's got to do. He's really fun in Memorize Kingdom too. Yes, he is. I do like him in that one. He's also very good in Life Aquatic. I love yes. him in that one. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, the the like last really significant one that we've got to talk about. Our friend. Our very good friend. Our close good friend, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. I love him so The man so with the much. scariest mouth on the whole planet. Yeah. <laughs> and that translated into this movie. <laughs> it did. It did. They think, modeled it no, after him. this is him. an animated movie. It doesn't translate. <laughs> it does. It you does. Can, you can hear you how scary You look at that rat and you is. go, I bet that's Willem Dafoe. And then Something it is. Something about like Willem Dafoe plays like, a security rat at a hard Makes cider so plant sense. and like he's real southern and is kind of and he's also a ninja <laughs> like something about that is it, right it just works there's just i don't know why it works it's a cosmic balance that somehow lands just beautifully. i have to believe that character was so different until they decided it was going to be willing yeah and, they said, and then they were like no no, no 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 hear me out because well here's ninja security guard <laughs> my thinking drawl. is I like if it were me, if I'm putting this movie together, it's because I'm not as good a director. But if it was me <laughs> putting this movie together, like the little rat is like he's like a New York street tough kind of guy. Right. You know, and like he's like, Hey, what are you doing trying to steal the cider? Right. And Willem Dafoe comes in, he's like, No, no, no. He's a southern rat he's a who doesn't want you taking his cider because he just wants to drink some of that liquid gold before it goes. So that good the the end of that character where they're like ninja fighting in the high voltage power so lines fun and then mr fox just like feeds him a little bit of the cider that he's wanted all along as he's dying is like Sad. shockingly poignant yeah it's, <laughs> it's like, like powerful all of a sudden how i'm just sitting there watching a good movie about foxes and then all of a sudden bam dead rat gets sad and then that thing he says right after he dies where he's like um i think it's Ash is like, oh, he turned out. He, he made, redeemed he himself. Made up for it. He redeemed yeah. himself. And then Mr. Fox just like snaps back with like, yeah, but at the end of the day, he's just another dead rat behind a dumpster. Just and another I said, dead Whoa, rat in a garbage oh pail behind the Chinese restaurant. I said, ha, <laughs> oh my God. That like, that's, Ow. there's not a harder line there's, for like, I have just bested my mortal enemy. At the end of the day, he's just a dead rat yeah. in a garbage pail behind this the movie, Chinese restaurant. Whoa, dude. There's a couple moments this movie gets like weirdly existential. Oh, it's very Out existential. Out of nowhere. That's the Wes Anderson move, too. Is yeah. It's like, let's do like jaunty and then all of a sudden like think about existence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bring this up now because I don't know where else to talk about it. Please do. I, I don't know where I read this one time. I don't know if this is like an actual thing or if it's just somebody with like. I took a film class once. <laughs> Let me give my opinion. Sure. Um, 
But I thought it was really interesting. This, I read this like years ago. I could not tell you where I saw this. It was about that scene at the very end where they see the wolf mm-hmm. from yes. really, really far away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that whole I thing that where scene. the, it had something to do with the fact that the whole movie's been in like autumn colors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's like the stage in his life. Yeah. M- Mr. Fox's life that he's in. He's and he always talks about twilight. how afraid he is of wolves. Of wolves. And, and when wolves the wolf appears, wintry. he's in the winter colors yeah. because he's afraid of being old. He's afraid old. of being he's afraid old of and entering being that next portion of his life and him like holding the little fist up and like accepting it and being like, what a beautiful right. creature is him like accepting, like, I'm going to. I'm I'm ready for that next chat. Ah, and like right. I was like, whoa, wait it's a minute. It's beautiful. Like cuz the whole movie is like about him wanting to recapture his youth. Like yeah. he wants to do this one last job because he it's been 12 fox years 12 fox and he years, hasn't yes. he hasn't done a job in 12 fox years. He's been a newspaper man for 12 fox for years. For 12 fox years, which is like a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he like misses it and he resents this like son that he has that can't do the things that he used to do but he loves this new surrogate son who can do the things and he wants that instead and like learning to love the version of his actual blood that doesn't do the heist things learning to love that instead and like him as his own person rather than just a new (sighs) me it's so good it's it's this so it had this movie had like no business being no. so like well thought out and well written and with characters that like have these like really rich inner lives. This was a kids book where they were like, haha, the foxes stole some chickens. Foxes are stealers. And, and then they tried shoot. to kill them, but they couldn't. But they and now they live it. in a supermarket. <laughs> and that was the entire book. That's basically. a book. That's a book you can write, but this movie said, no, no, no. It's crazy. What if like, that was existentialist and it was about the meaning of life and what happens when you die? Right. <laughs> it, it's so good. It's so good. And it's like, it's it's all about like him reorganizing and reprioritizing because you, yes. you, you watch him like trying to recapture the thing, trying to recapture the rush of, of the heist and trying mm-hmm. to get the material like higher standing by living in the tree instead of underground and then in the end he is content with his family in the sewers and they go up to the supermarket every once in a while and he just loves his son who like wants to play ball who is shakes hands around weird different (laughs) he's different but he is an athlete as well yes (laughs) i love it i it's so good it's like uh, such a good movie the movie like will just surprise you with themes like it sneaks really heavy yeah. themes into it and i like that a lot <sighs> super nice i love it what a nice movie that's almost everybody in it um also yeah. noah bombach who wrote marriage story wrote and directed marriage story also co-wrote this movie oh did he fun fact yeah that's, that's that, just a I, little one. yeah you know that kind of checks yeah. out <laughs> it's not nearly as autobiographical no as that but, is, but <laughs> that's just a little fun fact a little extra tidbit for i you. did really like marriage story it's good. It. It's just hard to watch. Yeah, I, I'm probably never going to watch it again yeah, unless I'm in one, one of those time. moods where I'm like, I, I just want to feel today. sad. I got to cry. <laughs> Marriage Story is the one for it. Yep. <laughs> or maybe maybe I do just want to giggle a little bit thinking about all the memes of Adam Driver punching the wall. <laughs> I don't know why, but when, so when memes start to deconstruct themselves, that's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world to me. 
There's nothing when, when it was the uh the I don't know her name on the show, but Jane Lynch on Glee when Oh, Sue. Yeah. Sue Sylvester. Yes. Yeah, when yeah, it yeah. was the like I am going to create an environment that so, is toxic. so toxic. It, I love it, that being when it started as like just I am going to create a blank, blank that, that is, is so blank. blank. Yeah. Like that's a fun bit already. But then just the more it devolved into just like how many letters <laughs> can we black out to make a different thing? Oh, it's so funny. I think it's so good. (laughs) I laugh. It can be the stupidest version of that meme. But if it's that like template, I'm going to laugh. Because it's got me. It got me. Or (laughs) like like when the the Adam Driver and Marriage Story one just became like every day I wake up, blacked out the rest (laughs) of it. Or and then he's like punching the hole, or it's like every day I wake up and I wish we had a different wall here, and then it's just punch <laughs> the hole in the wall. the wall. It's so that's so funny to me. That is exactly my brand of comedy. I the day I watched Marriage Story, I really didn't know what I was getting into. I had, I knew very little about yeah. it other than the memes I had seen, which you know <laughs> which, isn't doesn't give which you a are lot not of context. accurate representations <laughs> of the movie at all. But it was after no, it wasn't. It wasn't coronavirus time i guess no because those was before oscars the happened. oscars yeah. yeah but it whatever day it was i was like all home alone mm. like that entire day and i was planning on oh i'm gonna get some i'm gonna like clean because i did that a lot <laughs> a year ago i was like i'm just gonna spend the day and i'm just gonna clean the kitchen living room i'll turn on a movie and i was like ah the Oscars are like I'll tomorrow. Turn I'll turn on Marriage nice. Story. And I started cleaning like while I was watching it. And by the end, I think I was like laying on my floor, just like staring at the TV, just what like a single tear rolling down my face. Just like, oh. And then <laughs> Adam Driver saying being alive. And I like <laughs> laughed through that whole thing. I know that it was supposed to be this like it's really. It's not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny, but it, I found it really funny. Listen. Probably that works really well for a lot of people. If it's you're someone that, who like knows that, sh- wh- right? <laughs> who like, I don't want to be like, well, if you're a theater person, but like, if you're someone who like knows the context right. that that song comes from. Well, and also like, we just we both spent four years learning how to sing good, right? And, and then like, Adam Driver goes, "Speaking God, <laughs> anytime." <laughs> I feel so bad about it because anytime a person in a movie sings, my brain goes, oh. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Unless they're a singer and one then of I my get excited about it. favorite TikToks, I think it's one of the first TikToks I ever saved onto my phone. Like, I said, I need this forever. I gotta is have this a one. video of that scene from Marriage Story of him singing <laughs> being live, but like with the like wavy voice filter yeah. over it. So he's like, me it's so, I laugh so hard at it every time. Back to back in my phone. I know this because I go back and watch them a lot. It's Funny. that TikTok and then another Adam Driver TikTok because it's that scene from The Last Jedi uh-huh, the um, where he's shirtless, but it's got, okay, it's that filter where it's like twisty, like it like twists yes. everything and it also makes their voices wavy. And it's just Daisy. Daisy, you have something like a cowl you could put on. And the way that Adam Driver just shirtless just like walks into the shot, he just like, and he just, no. I think it's so funny. The it's the Kylo Ren voice that really adds a lot to it too, because it's just like more, more, more piece of junk out of the sky. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky. It's just like way back 
Way back in the back. I love it so much. <laughs> I love Bless I love it. Adam Driver. We we, we have talked like about nothing really for so long. So we need to go to question number four. And question <laughs> number four, um, we we only ever got to because we have such lovely people who listen to the show. And um, if you think you can help us get to the next evolution of of this podcast, if you if you want to help us level up, level up, you can shoot us an email at wdwjwpodcast at gmail dot com, or you can find us on the socials at wdwjwpodcast over on Facebook. It's what did we just watch with a question mark? You got questions for us? You got advice for us? You got hopes, dreams, thoughts, and prayers for us? Let us know. You could do any of that there. Hit also. Me up. Drop the show a little, a little rate and review in, yeah. in your podcast listening uh, service of choice, wherever that may be. I don't know where, but all I know is I want you to tell us if we're doing a good job or not. You don't have an excuse. You've listened this far. Yeah, you've... You like it enough. You listen to so much nonsense. I have to assume you're enjoying the show <laughs> at least a little bit. Um, also, if any of that information f- just flew right past you too fast, don't even worry about it. Do not okay. even stress Chill, all bro. y'all. It's don't okay. even... Don't even worry about it. Just settle on in. Ew. Listen to the dulcimer <laughs> southern tones of this movie. And also go right down underneath the progress bar where you get to see exactly how much you've listened to. Or maybe it's above it, depending on which app you're listening in. I don't know. Somewhere it's down somewhere. there in the full episode notes, you can find all that information there as well. Boom. But question number four is what kind of person plays this movie on a first date? I think this is a lovely choice. I... I I do too. My only hesitation is just that it's the cell. <laughs> My only hesitation is the cell because okay. it's like, okay. hey, yeah. would you like to watch a movie, an animated movie about foxes that is going to yeah. look really weird and like they're going to talk funny? I feel like most people at least n- have seen. I feel like most people have like. I think most people are or aware. at least know of this movie. I yeah. don't think most people have seen it. I think most people are aware of it. Yeah. So I will give it that. My only concern is what one thing that we haven't talked about is I think sometimes you just like you don't want to make a too high artsy pick on a first mm. date choice. Yeah. But I feel like and this I don't one's think this goofy is too high enough. Artsy. I think no, it's yeah. fun. I just think there there is a level of like doesn't break any of our rules and is a good movie, but just could be like too too like existential. Yeah. Too okay. ethereal. Yeah. But I don't think I think this like pokes its way up to the line because it, there are like yeah the big fair. themes at the end of it are like mortality and what it is to grow old but like you can always honestly you can choose to ignore them but this and is a movie where like you can choose there. to ignore it yeah and i think that's that's exactly right and so i do think this is like a fun like let's like we lot. can do surface level fun fox movie we're like we can like talk about some stuff. Or we, can <laughs> we can like have some conversation. We could deal with some things. <laughs> Let's Hi, unpack. it's it's. I know this is a blind date, and we just met tonight. But also, Tell would me you your like trauma. to? Would you like to consider what happens when we die? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an evangelism thing. <laughs> like, like I know the, we just met mere hours ago, but do you know where you're gonna go when you do die? You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> what do you think? your thoughts if you if you have questions about that you can email the show yeah too. email us tell us <laughs> what you think is gonna happen after you die. or if you just if you just want to know what we think oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we will email back personalized responses <laughs> you'll get a two-fold response one from each of us <laughs> get to know our deepest darkest thoughts wow. <laughs> come learn what we think about the universe here 
at wdwjwpodcast@gmail.com. Where we talk about where we talk about Fox movies, cars, and then other times the movie about cars. This one, and sometimes foxes, and sometimes sometimes other things. The universe. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I think. I think. I think we could even go so far as to stamp it. I'm like 100. I think this is a seal of approval movie. Yeah, I think it's good. I think I I just think we have to use it to make ourselves aware of possibly a new limitation yeah. on our movies. I get it. As we as we grow and evolve, we need we have to continue we to get, find the boundaries. It's grow and evolve with us. But I think I think this one gets the seal. Oh, yeah. We've and done this, yes and we've done no and we've done I think our three categories are no yes and seal of approval, right? Yeah. Because we've done like do not watch this and then we've done like you could hide the Fast and Furious in the background, yeah, right? Which is a yes, but like not a hard yes. And then yeah. we've done seal of approval. I think this hard one, yes. I think this one maybe is like cusp yes and seal of approval, but I still think it gets the seal of approval. I agree. I think it's on the right side. I think this one's specifically good for someone like me who like is yes. super into stop motion, mm-hmm. uh, because that's a big. Just that's if you cannot, like, if you're someone who's freaked out by stop motion. You can't sit down and watch you a stop motion movie. movie with me. Like it's genuinely, it genuinely could be a roadblock because like, I love it so much. What a funny deal breaker. If I know. If you want to watch Coraline with me, we can't hang out. No, that, <laughs> I mean it. If you will I, not watch I Nightmare Before you. Christmas with me, what is wrong? First off, what is wrong? Do you not know joy? Is Second there no off, pleasure in get out life? of my house. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I just want to watch Monster House once a year. Is that so much to Stop. ask? I do really like Monster House. I just want to have Frank and Weenie that one's play like the at most our terrifying reception. That is the most terrifying stop motion movie I've ever Monster seen in my House? life. Monster House. Yeah. Horrifying. Also because it's like on the wrong side of... Is that even stop motion? I don't think it is. I don't I think, think it, so. I think it it's just, CGI. It's got that feel. Because I think yeah, it's CGI it because everybody looks, looks like horrifying. Clay. In the bad way. Yeah, everybody looks In the gross. way where it's not supposed to look like clay, but it just does. Right. They didn't mean it that way. It they did they not. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I think we need to go to question number five. Let's because do Because question number four often is easy to answer. Question yeah. number five is could someone else have done better? Now, I can see on your face and in your eyes that this is a tough question for you. Yeah. Because I agree. There, there are a number of people that like you just cannot replace out of this. Like you can't change the director. It's so Wes Anderson. It has to be Wes Anderson. Right. I don't think you can change Clooney. I don't think you could. You could maybe change Meryl Streep. Maybe. Here's my here's my honest honest to goodness hot take. I think there's a lot of things that you could replace Meryl Streep in, and I would be okay with it. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't dislike her. No. I think she's never going to give you a bad performance. No. And she has given good performances, but I think most of the places where she's, she's not like, like immaculate and everything. Right. I think most of the places where she's where it's not like Sophie's choice, where you're like, whoa, like right. Kramer versus Kramer, where you're like, wow, a performance. Yeah. I think anything that she didn't win an Oscar for, there's somebody else that could have done better. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, this I one, like that. you could probably replace her with a lot of people, but like I don't feel like you need to. No. There is one part of this movie that I could not get an alternate casting out of my head okay and the the time doesn't work like it, it's it's a thing like it couldn't have happened when the movie came out but like it was so obvious to me watching this movie mm-hmm. what should have been and that is that we replaced the cousins replacing both ash and the other if one if you Chris. say one of the names that i'm thinking i'm gonna freak out 
with Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Not what I was thinking, but I like it a right? lot. Right? <laughs> I like it a we lot. We replaced. I just be, kept thinking so the entire Ash thing. Ash is Ben Schwartz, and That's and so Chris good. is Thomas Middleditch, and they get to have the interplay back and forth, and also That's like fun. also that like already Jason Schwartzman and Ben Schwartz have the same voice. That's, yeah, also, they the do. Same last name. I've just realized. <laughs> um, it was. Same, uh, I kept thinking that I think it was. Um, oh my god. Christopherson. Yeah. Uh-huh. I kept thinking his voice sounded so much like Michael Sarah. <laughs> Funny. Michael Sarah so feels yeah. like a Wes Anderson guy. Too. Yeah, right? It's surprising that he's like not. That's the thing. Like Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch, as much as I love them, are a little this feels weird to say, but I think are a little too like high energy to do yeah. the no, Wes Anderson I, thing. That was Michael that would Sarah be my one thing. Michael like Sarah has right the level of just like of like mellow a little bit might be made out of plastic he you know he could be like 10 percent rubber exactly <laughs> at least yeah he's like he nobody would know he's like half synthesoid <laughs> like just a little bit yeah. of him is not a person i believe it <laughs> no i but i the no, first but that's really fun right i like that the first time i heard jason schwartzman talk i went that could be ben schwartz right now yeah. Like that could be. Yeah. They and then you get so Ben similar. Schwartz doing the like sassy part of it and Thomas Middleditch doing the funny like like I don't know. I'm I'm just really good at diving. I love them. And I thought we were, I thought we were, you just ruined the whole science I need experiment. to watch that show again. It's their show. Good it's so every good. time. It's so fun. Middleditch and Schwartz, I every single time I, think I, I say watched Middleditch it and like Schwartz, it gets harder now. to say. <laughs> and it's making me so mad. I've been Middleditch avoiding saying it this Schwartz. entire time. It's the CH and the SH next to each other. Yes. That's the problem. But I just think, I, first of all, I think we need just the two of them as like buddy cop leads of an animated movie. Absolutely. Because that Agreed. is perfect. Except I don't think there's any good buddy cop movies anymore for the rest of time. I don't think it's possible. I feel that. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a buddy cop movie that I liked. There are honest. there are some good. I'm ones. sure good ones exist. Like I have not lethal seen any weapon. Of the good like ones. the lethal weapon movies are good. I haven't seen them. Ru- the Rush Hour movies, there's a lot of fun stuff nope. in the Rush Hour movies. But here, well, so here's here's the thing, right? Is the the buddy cop formula is based on putting two people together that it doesn't seem like should go together, right? Right, and like Hollywood has run out of surprising pairs, right? Because so it's just kind of like like it, it, we were play first. It was the like straight laced old guy and the wild rookie, right? And like right. that was our bit. Ooh. And then, like, we got a little more risque, and it was like, what if one of them's white and one of them's black? And that's our and that's our issue. Crazy. And then we deal with yeah. that. And then that stopped playing. And so we did like, what if one of them's Tom Hanks and one of them's a dog? And like, <laughs> that's our movie, <laughs> I guess. And then dog. that only happened one time. There's there's actually a bunch of cop and dog movies, and I think that's a really funny <laughs> subgenre. And then there's like, I don't know, the one's black, one's one's chris tucker and one's jackie chan i guess and like we'll do rush hour that's fun i guess and then like we've we ran out of like woo fun unlikely pair kind of thing and so i just don't know if there's gonna be like a good true like buddy cop movie anymore because we got like what was it the heat with Sandra Bullock that, and think, Melissa McCarthy. I was trying to think of who it was. I was like Melissa McCarthy and yes. that other lady. <laughs> and there was that. And it was, I think maybe you could do like one of those and it's fun. And if you do it again, it's going to be like, oh, it was the heat, it's but like, with new people. Cool. And then there was like 
the other guys with mm. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, and they're so clearly different people. Right. <laughs> and it was like, it was like good. I like the other guys, but that's mostly not based on the two of them because they're both kind of like bad at being cops. Yeah. And like the whole bit is just like a Will Ferrell comedy ben where he's just, a cop. Yeah. And also there's two of them, you know, like the actual buddy cop formula, I think doesn't exist anymore so much yeah. because there's no more like unlikely pairs. No. The, well, there's no more unlikely pairs that are fun to talk about. Right. Because now if you dig into the unlikely pairs, you have to dig into like social issues or it feels like you just have chosen not to. And we've, yeah. we've like, we've, dug the well dry of the just fun unlikely pair thing now you have to think about it yeah and thinking yeah. about it is harder and it's not funny you know what movie <laughs> you don't have to think about if you don't want to the fantastic, the mr. fantastic fox. mr fox that is a movie you can either think entirely too much about or, or not at, not all. at all, all if you don't want chill. i clearly i have a lot of thoughts about buddy cop movies yeah <laughs> And I have almost none because I don't know that I've ever seen any of them ever. Also, this isn't a buddy cop movie, so we I just wanted us there I mean, all by my lonesome. Buddy It's kind of a chicken buddy thief, thief movie. Buddy but chicken thief movie. <laughs> it's Ocean's Eleven, but they're foxes now. <laughs> including literal yeah, George Clooney. Exactly. We need to go to question number six because yeah, I have it. thoughts. Question number six is would this be better as a musical? Now, now he now lit now. Da before you, before I we never, I hope you know I never think about this question until we get to it. So I, I know that you don't, and I. This is the only question that I always think about before we get of to course. it. Of course, I know what you're thinking. No, that's like cats. Put that out of your mind. Put that out of your mind. Put no. animals as the stars out of your mind. That yeah. don't ha don't take that issue, but take everything else. Right. Just just take the. Southern the sensibility, energy, yeah. take the simplicity, take the sort of off the wall storyline. Now, Ooh. now imagine with me, if you will, this sort of folksy, bluesy stylings mm -hmm. of yep. Hades Town. Oh, different. I know that I knew that wasn't what you were going to say, but just like, okay, something folksy, bluesy, easy, having a good time. You could also, you could also talk about like once. Sort of folksy, bluesy See, fun. I was leaning more get our friend Steve Martin. Composer Steve Martin okay, of Bright, Bright Star, Star. Get some banjo get in a there. Ban okay, no, yeah, you got to have a banjo. The very prominent banjo. No matter who composes that, that this, man there is has known to have for. a banjo. That's what I was thinking. I like that, Especially because he's, he's friends with those people. He's He could make it happen. He's yeah. friends with a lot of the people involved here. I just, I'm just... You I don't like, do the full-on animal makeup thing. You do, like, one of those aesthetic things where, like, yes. the foxes are in, like, orange They're in suits. orange. Like, it's, like, it's implied. Yeah. It's, like, gestured towards. But they're not, right. like... They're not in animal makeup. No. We're not. It's we not don't furries. need to do that. Like it's unless just, you are doing cats, you probably don't need to do that. And if you are doing cats, you should stop. <laughs> I like cats. Do a, then keep doing concert albums. Don't do the full production. <laughs> it's okay. You I can do Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser, and that's <laughs> and it. That's the only one. No memory. No, memory but you sing that one. They don't need to. They don't oh, need to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put. But, Jennifer Hudson in Shanks. <laughs> That's just a tap dance number, though. That's all it is. That's the only cat that wears pants and is deeply unsettling. 
and you know this to be true. Okay, it's fine. You can just do the concerts because they have the 80s production on Broadway HD. So there I can go. just exactly. watch that whenever I want. They also And every once in a while, I do feel like watching it and I do turn it on every They also had it advertised on the VHS of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat do they with really? Donnie Osmond. Which I of wore out as a that, child. Yeah, that checks out. Right? That checks out. <laughs> that is Andrew Lloyd Webber. That is but the I same like, guy. <laughs> I feel like this like this is a very good like banjo, southern sensibility, yeah. easy listening musical. I will say this is one Andrew Lloyd Webber would probably love to get his mitts on. And do not let be him to have do not let him. I he, love Andrew Lloyd Webber. Do not let him have this. this. <laughs> Don't let him have this. No. This he is would not his. love it. And it would not be good. <laughs> no, it w- it's wrong for him. He there would, are stories he would that are wrong make it him. cats again. Yeah. And He'd be like, let's do it again. One was like a half too much. Yeah. I'll say fair. there's a half of cats that is acceptable, and yeah. there's also a half that is I, too much. I can get on board with that. <sighs> I. Yeah, Fantastic there is Mr. something Fox, there. The musical is very good. We've we know that you can adapt Roald Dahl to a musical. Matilda did very well. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Well, about we know Matilda. that's possible. I can't believe there hasn't been a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory musical. There except, is one. Oh, that exists. Right. It's yeah, just it's like, like brand new. A little one. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. I don't. I haven't. I feel like, like the listened production to it design ever. on that would be terrifying. Oh yeah, it's got to be like making a chocolate river and Oompa Loompas oh. Oh, and all that kind of stuff. They're supposed to fly. Yeah. Anytime I, I people think it in a closed pretty quickly, didn't it? Because it was on Broadway. Yeah, briefly. I fully forgot it existed. Um, I think so. it, I think it just closed. I think it was a Groundhog Day situation where it just closed Groundhog very Day is quickly. Good, though. I like Groundhog Day a lot. I haven't listened to that one either. You would. I've heard. Remember. I've heard some good stuff about it, but I don't know anything. <laughs> but yeah, those exist. Matilda did far better. Yeah, Matilda did very well. And I forgot that there was a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the yeah, musical. As did most people, I think. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox could be a really fun one, though. Yeah, I think it'd be good. You get, you have to like separate it from trying to do the like Broadway style. Yes. Though. Like you have to let it be. You almost got to get pull, somebody who's not Broadway. Right. To pull from another George Clooney Or just Clooney like project. very young who's like okay with doing things. Can mix it up a weird. little bit. Weird, yeah. To pull from another George Clooney project, it needs to sound like, oh, brother, where art thou? Yes. It needs to have yes. like southern twangly banjo. I love like, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Me too. A good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It needs it needs that and I think you could actually have a ton of fun with it. Yeah. Bright Star is a really good example. Yeah. I was just thinking like let's get us like kind of a Bright Star is very good. Like a fun, like on stage orchestra, f- somebody yeah. with a fiddle, oh. like a like an old, like stained upright piano. And like you said, like the once kind of aesthetic you could yeah. do the thing where the cast plays instruments cast i don't know that feels like, like a thing or even like the supporting cast plays and it's like all of their yeah. other animal friends oh. the rabbit chef and That's the so you know the the possum and if the we badger. can make <laughs> if we can make remy the ratatouille happen if remy the ratatouille which doesn't even make any sense and I, that's so important to me that Remy is not a ratatouille. The ratatouille is the food. <laughs> the ratatouille is the food. Like really, his name is Remy, the rat. He is a rat, and his name is Remy. He makes ratatouille. <laughs> Guys, he it's is so not obvious. ratatouille. <laughs> he is Ugh. not the ratatouille. 
<sighs> Children, I can't believe God. they got to make a real musical. <laughs> that's, I can't believe Titus Burgess did that. And Wayne Brady. And Wayne and, Brady. Uh, and like others. So many people. <laughs> so many I saw. People. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw a couple clips from it, though, and it looked fun. It, it did. Looked it looked like, like everybody's having a good time. time. Yeah. Like, I can't believe it happened, and also I'm so glad that it happened. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Hey, should we go to question number seven? Let's do it. Question number seven is is what do you rate this film? And um, I decided to give it like just the see the movie gave me a, a round number which I'm not used to, but I feel like I'm just gonna roll with it. Do it. And I'm gonna give it a nice eighty two out of a hundred geese that live at the second stage of the heist. Nice. That, that live frozen in the freezer in the second <laughs> stage of the highs. They don't live there. They're frozen. They're That's dead. A deep cut number. Uh huh. But <laughs> I there, literally it was changed 100. mine because I was scared you were going to take no, it. No, I wanted. But you I have not. to go a little more creative than okay, that. Good. Well, my initial one was the. Uh, I was going to use the twelve fox years. Yeah. For something, but uh, I abandoned I that one because I was afraid. Yeah, because I was afraid <laughs> you were going to use it. It would get nine out of 12 fox years. There you go. That's not enough. 10 out of 12. Yeah, fox I was going to say 10 out of 12. That is what I was going to give it. Yeah. What I ended up giving it, though, was five out of five most wonderful wild animals I've met in my life. Oh, that's so nice. I went with the numbers because that one was so lovely and that's sweet. A, it's I was such like, a nice oh, I want button that. On the movie, the <laughs> I, five, was, I want that. The five, is it five out of five or is it five out of five and a half? Oh, I guess he does it say is five shit. and a half. It is five out of five and. Ugh, I'm such a fake fan. <laughs> <sighs> you, you don't. Have I typed to be this upset as it was happening, and I still missed it. <laughs> five out of five and a half. Sorry. Five out of five and a half. Most wonderful wild animals he's ever seen in his life. That's very. That's very good. I like that it's a wholesome. lot. Wholesome. It's nice. And so we go to question number eight. We come to the end of our evening, and we Your go to turn. question number eight. And question number eight is what are we going to watch next week? And it's for me, and I truly cannot tell you what has had this movie rattling around in my brain all okay. day it has no true significance to anything it is okay. a movie that i enjoy greatly and that most of the world did not care much about you're really selling it. i'm selling it <laughs> so hard but i do love this movie okay I haven't watched it in a long time, and I don't know why it's got a lot of people that we love, that we've both talked about loving. Okay. Also, it's going to take us to a place we haven't gone in a long time. Okay. And that's space. We're going to go to space. Okay. We're going to... I don't... We've had a maybe one of these people on the show before. We've had Sam Rockwell on the show before. He's in this movie. I want to watch The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I have never seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's my, it's maybe my favorite book. I've never and read the movie it either. It's not nearly as good as the book, but I do still love it. We'll get a little Martin Freeman going on. We'll I didn't know some, Martin Freeman was in that. The guy. I did it. not know that. I know nothing about Hitchhikers. Perfect. It's going to be a I great know time. nothing about it. Um, the lead, the lead, like four in the cast, Sam Rockwell. Love him. Well, it, I just because I already said him. He's right. like the fourth out of the four. But so it's Martin Freeman. Love him. Zoe Deschanel. Love her. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Love him. And most deaf is like the best friend. Whoa! What? <laughs> uh-huh. It's for. I mean, okay. For I think ninety percent of the people that saw it, they said that's the movie with most deaf in it. They said, "Oh yeah, that one." 
<laughs> but oh, I just I fine. love that movie so much. It is listen, I have made a choice that I don't care if I pick movies that people are gonna want to listen to a podcast yeah. about because Let's sometimes I just want to watch a movie that I haven't watched in a while. Absolutely. And I love this movie. Can I tell you, I already have my next movie picked out. Whoa. You're gonna hate it. And I can't wait to tell you what it is. Next I week. can't wait. But <laughs> so so we you're not alone done, in like, like let's just pick movies that we feel like messing around with you know we haven't done one that like we can just hate in a long time oh w- get so ready that'll be good because i'm get not ready. i'm gonna gush next week i'm gonna have a great time and then the next week you're gonna have maybe a really terrible time well whether the time i don't know if it's gonna be a terrible time but like you're gonna <laughs> hate the movie <laughs> whether the time is good or bad or somewhere in between whether we decide to dig into the eccentricities of life on this earth, be it human or fox, or sometimes we just want to watch a movie about stealing some birds, no matter what happens, one thing will remain the same, and that is that we are going to ask our questions. We are going to dig into them every time, Mm -hmm. and we're going to dig most into Mm -hmm. the most important question of all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's those five simple words, the the acronym of which sometimes I do think stands for what would Jesus do? Yeah. It's a, it, it's misleading sometimes. It's what do we just watch? It's what do we just Like she did it and it's like, (laughs) like just something weird.